0: Hello, hello, everybody out there in Podcast land, and welcome in to another episode of Between the Screens with Ed and Stacy. I am your host, the Eddie McCabe, joined as always by the beautiful and talented Stacy Clark.
1: I was wondering who I was going to be this week.
0: Yeah. So how are you doing, Stacey?
1: I'm doing very good. I'm very happy to be here to talk about all this stuff in between these screens with you.
0: Yeah, we decided to start a... television movie media nonsense podcast at probably the right time right because like there's that weird lull period of like November to like the end of February mm-hmm. when it's just really really bad horror movies and Oscar bait yeah exactly <laughs> that's it <laughs> and so it's like if it's not going to make you cry because it's about like an orphan boy with AIDS who somehow finds a way to like save the rec center from the evil billionaire like yeah. if unless it's it's not that <laughs> (laughs) It's you're crying and laughing because the horror movie makeup in this particular movie is just atrocious.
1: Right. And I watch both.
0: Yeah. I watch all of it. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like, you know, you get one of these, like, movie subscription services, Mm -hmm. which... If you're a movie theater that happens to have a, uh, a subscription service, we are available for sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> but you end up seeing everything.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, I don't know if I talked about it last week. I probably did, but I saw Operation Fortune. Yeah, we
1: did talk we about it. About we talked about that. Yeah,
0: it. yeah, we, uh, we both saw it. And it's like, that was a movie that I don't think I ever would have seen if I didn't, like if it wasn't my, like, fifth punch-free movie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: absolutely. No, I wouldn't have seen it if I didn't have... Did I go, did I do a double, I might have done a double feature that day too. I do I, a lot of double features.
0: Well, that's what I wanted to do. There's one, uh, I have yeah, to. Yeah, re- I did
1: Creed 3 in, uh, in the same day. I
0: was going to do that and then some other work nonsense ended up uh, taking me away from it so I wasn't able to do it. But it's really funny, there's one, I forget what comes out, but it's whenever the Little Mermaid, the mm-hmm. the, the new live the, action yeah. remake, which I have thoughts. Have you okay. seen any of the trailers?
1: uh not no. really so here's a the little thing. bit
0: here's the thing uh if you're mad that ariel is black get over yourself yeah no. right get over yourself uh or
1: but just turn us off because you probably won't like the show <laughs> yeah, really get, get out here.
0: <laughs> like you know what i mean like you don't have to see it just don't tell me about it okay um but the sebastian and flounder Oh yeah, no, I don't know anything about them. Uh, they showed up in the commercials. Oh, okay. and they are nightmarish. Really, they are absolutely okay. That hellscapes. might be fun. <laughs> they are absolute hellscape nightmares. So, uh, so if you don't want to see it because of that, hundred percent, I get it.
1: I don't watch any. Of the live action remakes, none. I've seen none.
0: Oh, so I have.
1: I, I always saw. I always said I saw Tarzan because Alexander Skarsgård, but that's not a Disney. Live no, that's action not. Remake. That is not the
0: same. No, right. is that the one where he, they like bring him back to England and he's like in a I blouse at some know. point in he's the rain? In a
1: loincloth a lot. Okay, that's all sure. I know. Yeah, that
0: was. I, that's why you were there. <laughs> uh, I have had very mixed emotions about them because. I liked what they did with the first Maleficent. Mm-hmm. It was a retelling of Sleeping Beauty, yeah. which was really cool. I liked that. Um, I really, really enjoyed Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they added in... Now uh, that,
1: I keep... Ewan McGregor is in that, right? Yes. He's Lumiere? He's Lumiere yeah, in that. See, I do want to see that because of him.
0: Yeah. He's fantastic. Uh, Josh Gad is in it as, as LaFou mm-hmm. and he's delightful. They added in a... Um, they added in a song, which the name escapes me at I the moment. I just love
1: it when you and McGregor sings.
0: Yeah, I mean he sings. Be our guest. I was. Did
1: you see Guillermo del Toro's po- Pinocchio?
0: No, I haven't.
1: Okay, so there's this bit in it, which this is not spoilers, really. It's sure. just a little bit there where where he he voices jiminy cricket right yeah and there's this bit where he starts to sing songs all the time but gets cut off right away sure and the whole movie i was like let you and sing, yeah, <laughs> sure. let him sing. Uh, <laughs>
0: evermore was the song i was thinking okay. of uh it is a song that is sung by the beast after he lets Belle mm-hmm. go back to see her father okay uh before the climax of the movie and I thought it was from the Broadway musical mm-hmm. originally. Like when I heard it, I was like, "This is beautiful." Uh, and no, it was made for the movie, and it's fantastic. There's a version of it that know. Josh Groban sings. Okay, so it's very well done. I thought that was really good. I really liked Aladdin. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: I thought that Aladdin. Yeah, heard good
1: things about Aladdin. I thought Aladdin
0: was really good. You know, it's also really tough when you grow up watching the animated one mm-hmm. uh, because Robin Williams is iconic, right? Yeah. Just oh, like absolutely. as a general person, is iconic. So Will Smith stepping into that sh- those shoes is Crazy impressive Mm -hmm. Right Um, It's crazy impressive For him to be able To do that Kind of take the character In a very different direction Yeah You know And outside of that All the other ones Have been kind of Meh I hated the Lion King You went photorealistic With these lions And so it looks like None of them have emotions Right (laughs) Because it's like Obviously You know This cat Because they don't
1: emote (laughs) Yeah Because
0: a lion's Face muscles Don't Don't. smile Like a human (laughs) (laughs) That's why What do you mean Ed When
1: I go to the zoo Yeah yeah, they always they smile always and wave They always are smiling at me. And they want they wait for you and to wave, come boy. in. Smile and smile and wave. Wave. Oh wait, that's penguins, that's not lions. Penguins. Uh
0: I know a guy, he got his start. He's now doing I think he's doing the current run of Captain America for mm-hmm. Marvel. But he started as the writer for the Penguins comic book.
1: Really? Yeah. Smile and wave. Smile remember, and wave. I, smile. Boys. I think that all the time. That's one of those um, things that pops into my. head. We started
0: randomly. off on the Divergent train real yeah, early really, today, right? Uh, so thank you, Mr. We're misque- like
1: Shailene Woodley over here. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. We're starting our own young adult novel <laughs> franchise. We're <laughs> Divergent so much. Um, you can follow me at the Eddie McCabe on all forms of social media. And where can people follow you?
1: At Stacy L M No E and Stacy.
0: Yeah. So call us and uh, you know tweet at us, Instagram us, whatever. Letterbox. Mate. Letterbox. Oh, me on I'm Letterboxd. on. I'm on Letterbox. I know as I well. made you get on Letterbox and you don't use it I at all. <laughs> I don't. It's. <laughs> I have an obsession. It's like a weird OCD thing that's not really OCD, but it's the best way to convey the, what is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't have multiple pages on my iPhone. Like okay. yeah, I can't, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't I gotcha. swipe. So what ends up happening is, is that it ends up getting buried and in you
1: forget it exists.
0: And it's in my, it's in the same folder with like all of my streaming services. Mm-hmm. But that I can have multiple pages on, <laughs> and so it's like page two or three next to um, real good. I don't know if you've ever seen yeah. Real Good. Real Good was one of my applications that I was like, if I knew how to design applications, this would be my million-dollar app. Yeah. And all it is, oh, it's Just Watch. Real yeah, Good. Just Watch. Just, it,
1: they're, Real Good exists, too, Yeah, though. but Just similar. Watch is
0: the one that I use. But the yeah. whole point of Just Watch is you type in, like, you let it know I what streaming services you have. Right. And you type in a movie, and then and it, it tells, tells you where, where it, it is. is.
1: And it tells you if you can't if you can stream it. It also says the rental price. We're doing a Just Watch app. Now that's fine. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> it gives you the rental price, the buy price for each individual yes. service. It is, and you know what? I don't. I just say I have all of them because I might want to jump well, on a, that's free, a free, a yeah. free, whatever the heck that word. Pre- preview. Yeah, free, maybe preview I need thinking. a free
0: trial of Showtime right, because so I, I do want to watch this.
1: Right. No, just watch I I use almost daily.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty great cuz it, it definitely helps when you're like but I really want to watch. Letterbox is connected yeah. to Just Watch. Oh, is it?
1: Yes. Mm. So if you're looking at a movie, same thing, you can put in your streaming services okay. and if you're like, "Hey, Stacey reviewed this movie. Let me see. I like her review. Let me see if I want to see it." And you go to that movie's page, it'll tell you where okay. you can watch it.
0: I'm going to have to I'm going to And you
1: can search by things you can stream.
0: Okay. You can say
1: like, "I want to search. I want to my I want to sort my watch list my to be watched list by things that i can stream or by things that i can stream in rent or like you can like sort it so that you don't have to spend money
0: the other one i have is uh q
1: i don't have q i don't i don't know
0: what q is q is basically you just it's a queue of movies that you oh. want to watch like movies oh so it's TV's. the
1: just it's the just watch to be watched yes
0: rest. yes so
1: you could just combine all to. of that into just watch uh, yeah
0: look here's the thing back uh, on
1: that advertisement yeah i just
0: i just have to go on to just watch um uh, which you I mean, should I'm, I'm subscribe to boss. use code Litter between boss. the screens <laughs> not sponsored um, but so we have a little bit of a formula here on the show we yeah, we're just- we uh, we're already like 15 minutes into oh it's only 10 minutes not bad um, but we usually start the, each episode by recapping movies and television shows uh, from years that we were alive so if you're like oh I want to hear more about this uh, there's three other episodes <laughs> that you can hear <laughs> that go back three years prior. We're starting with uh, nineteen eighty one today. We are. Uh, does anything jump out to you as a as a movie that you super enjoyed or T V show?
1: Um yeah, so there's the 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 obvious Raiders of the Lost Ark, which I know that you'll want to talk about too. Sure. Um which, you know, where we met Indiana Jones for the first time. Yeah. How do you and- feel
0: about uh when people say that he is inconsequential to his
1: own film i mean i I, they're not wrong i
0: I (laughs) wholeheartedly believe it
1: they're not wrong but uh, would you want to watch it without him even though that they said things would happen (laughs) no it's
0: really funny it's really it's one of those things that you look at the movie and then somebody points that out to you and you're like oh Yeah. yeah i had a really good time but yeah he was just as important as i was to this right no absolutely. if anything if anything i would say he is consequential he helped to the, the plot. nazis
1: find it sooner he helped them
0: find <laughs> it sooner and he helped them uh open it sooner
1: right right right
0: because i th- they would have just i think just brought it to berlin mm-hmm. and we just ski dabbled right to that, the right. end
1: so um and that's the one with the bringing a knife to the gunfight line, right? Yeah. With the diarrhea story? Yes. You know the diarrhea story? Yes, I do,
0: but why don't you tell the people? For- um,
1: so basically, Harrison Ford had diarrhea. Yeah,
0: because they when were in, they were on location. location, yeah.
1: They were filming that scene, and I don't know what he was supposed to do, but... There was to, supposed
0: to be an actual fight yeah, scene.
1: Yeah, there was supposed to be a fight scene, but... Um, he needed it to end, so he improvised that. Yeah. You know, don't bring a knife to a gunfight line or whatever it is. I'm not yeah, it so right.
0: Yeah, so basically, for those of you who are unfamiliar, I will paint the scene for you. Uh, in a bazaar in Cairo, I believe it's Cairo, right? It's somewhere in it Egypt.
1: Is. Cairo can picture it, right? Yeah. Like, that gives you the right yeah. idea.
0: And so he is trying to find Marion, who has been taken by the Nazis. Of course. And he is fighting tooth and nail, a bunch of, like basically stereotypical Arab like ninjas. Such a bad
1: time to have diarrhea.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and so the f- he fights a bunch of like lower level henchmen that he dispatches very very quickly and then a gentleman shows up and starts doing like crazy kung fu moves. And they're
1: like in the middle of like what a bizarre. I guess is street. It's almost like their walk through way. Sure. <laughs> There's know. a big
0: giant crowd. Right. And so like they're, 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 they're supposed to have a big giant fight scene but instead Indiana Jones just pulls out his revolver, shoots the guy, and walks away. And it is a moment of comedic gold.
1: Yeah, well, the line is great. Yes, and um, I'm glad that he had diarrhea because we got it. Yeah, actually, I don't. Sure. I don't need that fight.
0: Yeah, but that, so that was that. I love. I love.
1: Oh, that's right. We can't just talk about that movie.
0: Other <laughs> we can't. We can't talk about um, just that movie.
1: But, and and I I hate snakes. So me and Indy, he has yeah. a special place in my heart because.
0: The, the beginning of that movie is absolutely iconic. It's where we get the ball rolling Yes, and him running away absolutely. from it. The, the, like, trying to judge the bag of sand right, against right. the idol. Um, you know, there's just so many very fun and iconic moments that inside is- um, that movie, even though Indiana Jones is very inconsequential to that. And I vehemently opposed uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and whatever this new one is.
1: I won't oppose the new one until I see the new one.
0: Oh, God. I don't know.
1: I mean, I don't think it's necessary, and I, like, I kind of feel like they should leave poor Harrison Ford alone and just yeah. let him be in shrinking because he's hilarious and I love him in There show. is
0: a very, very funny episode of South Park mm-hmm. that deals with this. Oh, yeah. uh, I can't repeat any of it uh, because uh, it's inappropriate.
1: Okay. I'm going to move on, though. Yeah, you should. I'm going to move on. So um, some other movies that came out, um, Fox and the Hound, which is another movie I still quote and nobody usually knows what I'm talking about. Um, so a lot of times it's just in my head. Okay. But, um, you know, it's Fox and the Hound. It's yeah. Co- it's Copper and Todd.
0: Uh, that movie makes me cry. Oh, yeah. Every time. Yep. Every time.
1: It's so sad. And, it's, and they don't... It, they. I mean, spoilers for a movie from 1981. They <laughs> don't stay friends in the end. Yeah, they, they, like they just don't kill each other. Like, yeah,
0: they just both go their separate, <laughs> separate ways. And there we are. <laughs> mm-hmm. There we are. That's that's uh, the end of it. Oh, God. Awful. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely heartbreaking. Also
1: great. And then I have to now continue my horror movies. Yep. now I feel like it's a thing I have to do. So... The probably most popular and well known and influential horror movie of 1981 was The Evil Dead. Yeah. Which obviously is still influential because Mother is coming out. I have no desire to see it. No. But um, so that's The Evil Dead. And then there's this little movie I actually just heard about for the first time a few months ago because it showed up on Shudder and Guillermo del Toro and Mike Flanagan. We're talking about it a whole lot and how great it is. Okay. Um, So I was like, well, I love them both in everything they do. If you guys don't know, Mike Flanagan um, does a lot of Netflix shows and Stephen King adaptations. He did it in uh, Dr. Sleep. Okay. Um, And then like Haunting of Hill House. Sure. A bunch of that stuff. So anyway, so I love them. They're both great. I'm I'm watching this movie. It is. I can't. I don't know if I'm allowed to drop F bombs. I'm not going to. But if I could, <laughs> there would be so many in my next statements. It is just crazy. Like I don't even know. Like my review of it was like I don't know if this was good or bad. Like it transcends. What good is bad. it? It's oh, I didn't say. You didn't say
0: the title. <laughs> you
1: don't get to know.
0: <laughs> oh, here's the thing. You're gonna build this up, and then we're just Nobody never gets gonna know. Nobody gets to know. know.
1: You can scroll back on my Twitter for three months. And sure. Find yeah. Yeah. It. Sure. It's called possession.
0: Possession. It's called possession, and it is. Possession.
1: It is since it is i don't even know what it is
0: <laughs> okay. i don't know what it is All right, I'm it's look noteworthy
1: up. is what it is
0: um so just to touch on because i did not see possession uh <laughs> maybe i will after this after that crazy glowing review yeah. So yeah, and let me know what you the think the movie poster what a sexy back justin timberlake would be jealous <laughs> um uh, after anna uh reveals to her husband mark uh that she is having an affair she leaves him and their son oh,
1: and mark is played by sam neill sorry yes
0: um of jurassic park no yes yes yeah. Alan. In Yes,
1: he is Alan. Alan. And some in some other things <laughs> as well.
0: It's very stupid. I
1: always think of him as from in the mouth of madness because I'm a weirdo and like <laughs> that's the <laughs> first
0: <laughs> thing I go to. <laughs> sure. Not Jurassic Park. <laughs> Definitely the mouth of madness. Uh she's having an affair. She leaves him and their son. Mark is devastated and seeks out Heinrich, uh the man who has cuckolded him. Ah. Yes. Only, uh, only to receive a beating after uh, he <laughs> hires a private investigator. To f- oh, after a series of violent confrontations, Mark and Mark hires a private investigator to follow her. Okay, this is just like way no, too this much is information. No, not this really touching
1: on yeah. what is actually... The, yeah, I you, think
0: I'm reading the beginning of like the IMDb synopsis.
1: Probably, and... You wouldn't think it's a really crazy ass movie from that, but yeah. it really so is. Yeah. So
0: basically, um, with the title of possession, yeah. I would have to imagine that her like infidelity stems from like a demon of some sort. Okay. But, but I'll have to watch it to find yeah. out. No,
1: please do. I do
0: want to touch on the Evil Dead, though. Okay. Because my favorite part about the Evil Dead, that one, is that it spawns two immediate sequels: mm-hmm. The Evil Dead Two and then the Army, Army of Darkness. Darkness. And. Evil Dead 1 is so serious. Mm-hmm. It is so but, dead serious, but is so 80s camp horror. That it's funny. That it is so funny. Yeah. That I love the Evil Dead 2 is just retelling right. Evil Dead 1. But with
1: a bigger budget. But with
0: a bigger budget. <laughs> and more <jokes>. comedy, <laughs> More comedy. Uh, and with, Army of
1: Darkness is like completely its own thing.
0: Oh, and yes, it is 100%. Um, I, I th-
1: saw Army of Darkness first i not even realizing it was a sequel to anything
0: i didn't either because it's one of those movies that this is going to hit for maybe this very specific audience but who's to say um it, matt
1: this is for you you get this reference
0: <laughs> it was one of the newberry <laughs> comics like posters oh, no, matt,
1: it wasn't for you sorry <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's a newberry comics poster right mm-hmm. like there were a couple of things that like you become a teenager You become a teenager and you're like, oh, I'm going to get like a Nirvana poster, an Mm -hmm. Army of Darkness poster. And then uh, because every single one of my friends had this one, it was like the two chicks washing the car, but they had the soap on their butts. Like I had none of those posters. To be fair, you were never a 14 year old boy.
1: Are you sure <laughs> yeah right. i know I, I wasn't i was not you're correct That's um facts
0: but that was one of the things it was like army of darkness was one of those movies donnie mm-hmm. darko oh, one okay, of i love
1: donnie darko. donnie darko
0: is another one of those movies where it's like you're you are a child and your parents kind of like guide you through what you're allowed to watch quote unquote for the most part.
1: Just remember, I'm 10 years older than you. No, so no I'm I not so a child. Uh, but here's the thing.
0: But yeah, but <laughs> yeah. I bet you that if we shifted that lens. Right, right, right. The those things always happened Mm because it was donnie darko army of darkness reservoir dogs Mm -hmm. like those movies were all of the like
1: i'm a cool film nerd movie
0: yeah and like i don't like i'm so cool i'm a cool teenager now and so like i'm not gonna watch like the big budget release movies like i'm gonna watch these like quote unquote independent movies and it's just like yeah man everybody's seen army of darkness (laughs) like you're not you're not like a unique snowflake bud sorry
1: um but, yeah, no, Evil Dead is good. Yeah. It, it, I'm, I'm never going to say that something was the first to do something because there's probably somebody that did it first that I don't know about. And, sure. And there's
0: some French New Wave somebody director. Somebody
1: out there will be, like, at least in their head going, no, that wasn't first. But it was one of the first and more prominent ones to do the cabin in the woods. Yeah. One location. Yeah. Um, yeah, the first deal. one
0: definitely does that very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a weird... Sexual assault scene in that.
1: I don't remember
0: that. That's how the girl oh, gets wait, possessed wait. by a yeah. ghost. She gets sexually assaulted by a tree. Wait, I
1: was gonna say I've, after you said I said I don't remember, then I was gonna say, wait, was it by a tree? Yeah, <laughs> by a tree.
0: It's wild. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. It's wild that that's the woods possess a woman by having sex with her. It's weird. So
1: Evil Dead in possession, you should go watch. Yeah, go watch that, and because <laughs> you've probably seen the other one,
0: and watch Indiana Jones, and if just you haven't. take a notice of how inconsequential it is to that plot. Uh, so. Harrison Ford was in Indiana Jones and in the Raiders of the Lost Ark. He also presented the Best Picture winners mm-hmm. uh, at the Academy Awards this weekend. Do you like that segue? That was a really good segue. I, d- I did
1: like that Hashtag segue.
0: big market. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we w- the Oscars were last week. What are your thoughts?
1: Um, well, as a fan of Everything Everywhere All at Once, I was very happy with a lot of those wins. Sure. Um we're only using first names, so if you don't know yeah. who we're talking about, then you probably didn't watch the Oscars. But um, sure. he always makes me emotional. I think he might be the most adorable person to have ever lived. Like, yeah. Like, I don't, I just want to, I, I don't, I just, he the, needs to be like a toy. <laughs> like, the, thing know, about, so the thing about kid. him,
0: the thing <laughs> just, about him is that he. Just joy. Yeah there are so many people in hollywood that are so jaded Mm -hmm. by the experience and jaded by the process because like as somebody who has been a first ad on several feature films Mm -hmm. right look they were all independent feature films so (laughs) you've never heard of them no i'm not telling you what they are and you'll probably never find them (laughs) i don't even know what they are but like it is hard It is so hard and so demanding to make a movie. Mm -hmm. And it's very easy to get jaded like you would at any job, right? Right. You're sitting here listening to this, probably at your day job, you know, data entry, Mm -hmm. you know, doing something in an office, whatever. And you're just resentful of the experience of that work that even if you did love it at one point, you know, and key he doesn't have any of that and the word the craziest part about it is is that if anybody should be jaded by the experience it should be him right right he was a child actor who the system chewed up and Mm -hmm. spit out and because of you know things that he can't control i
1: mean it was racism yeah because frankly (laughs) because
0: of things he can't control didn't have any work i watched an interview with him in variety the Mm -hmm. there was a variety like a youtube clip they did an interview with Mm -hmm. him after the oscars and one of the things that he's saying is is he was like i was so paralyzed by fear right because i you know especially he's talking about like in the 90s right when we didn't have cell phones Mm -hmm. but he was like afraid to leave his house Mm -hmm. because he was afraid that the phone would ring
1: and he'd miss it and he'd miss it so
0: he wasn't able to like fully experience life and it's just like and for that man to be rewarded for the talented performer that he is Mm -hmm. uh is beautiful to see his acceptance speech was amazing him him just basically yelling through the tv to Mm -hmm. his mom was
1: amazing michelle's was as well from that yeah um and Brendan won for the whale, yep. which I was very happy about. I pretty much started crying when he stood up. Yeah, I've been a Brendan Fraser fan since about 1992, when him and Matt Damon were in school ties. I've loved both of them ever since. So
0: I can't think of a it's movie... It's a long time coming. Yeah, but it's like I can't think of a movie that I haven't liked him in.
1: No, because even if it's a bad movie, he's likable. Right. And honestly... He should have. Maybe he. I don't think he was nominated. I think Ian McKellen was. But Gods and Monsters, he was fantastic in too. He should have gotten a supporting nom for that. I think if he did not. But um, so there are a couple of things I would have changed. Sure. Um, actually, one was Everything Everywhere All at Once. One for writing original screenplay. Okay. And I would have liked to have seen that. Go to the band. She's Avinash Sharon. Sure.
0: If they weren't going to get any performance, performance or you know, that's the thing we talked about it when I just punched the microphone. Um, When we talked about the Oscars and kind of like did like a pseudo preview. Yeah. One of the things that I talked about was that every single movie nowadays in the oscars kind of has the one thing that they're good at right. and the one thing that they end up getting the award for so mm-hmm. that they can make the money right and i feel like banshees of Inisherin kind of got shafted a it, little it bit it got
1: shafted a lot and look i'm i love everything everywhere all at once i'm happy that it won i'm happy i would have loved to see colin farrell when i still hope to see colin farrell well i used a last name Oh. I would have liked to I still hope to see Colin win an Oscar one day but I was very happy that Brendan won um, but I I mean it's a movie that's dialogue the yeah. whole damn movie is people talking about friendship yeah, they're in, all just, in art they're sitting they're standing they're right, talking they're talking right. they're talking and walking they're talking in a car they're talking in a bar Yeah. Like, in That's how I
0: felt about... uh, So good. Drive My Car.
1: Yes, Drive My Car is really good too.
0: You know? Yeah, they're talking in a
1: car. They're just
0: talking in a car. Um,
1: (laughs) So, and then a couple other things. I really would have liked to have seen Babylon take best score and uh, production design. If you didn't see Babylon, it's very split opinion. I happen to love it. Um, But I know a lot of people didn't. And I didn't... Cinematography... I was fine with who won. All Quiet on the Western Front okay. is fine for yeah. cinematography. I was I, I didn't like the nominations. <laughs> like sure. I, like I, no, I got look up the nominations. Like, I think that Batman, which yeah. never would be, but Batman had excellent cinematography. Maverick obviously had. Oh, excellent cinematography. Yes. So um, both
0: of those movies, like this, is part of the problem. This is part of the problem that we talked about this in our mm-hmm. pseudo preview, where it's like, that's where, like viewership and attendance also need to kind of be taken into account.
1: I don't think they need to be taken into account, but I don't think they should rule something out. Like, I don't think it means you have one of the five best cinematography films of the year because you made a lot of money, but also Batman, I watched and was like, oh my God, the cinematography in this is great. It was amazing. Like,
0: Like, All's Quiet on the Western Front, it sucks because it's one of those... It's one of those movies where it's like, it's a big war epic, mm-hmm. right? And you you see that once every couple yeah. of years. There's where, a
1: couple of other movies that I can't remember now I thought should have been up for cinematography.
0: But that was, I mean, yeah. Top Gun Maverick and Batman, The Batman. Both yeah, deserved the them. The Batman, sorry. Both deserved them. They're so, they were such good movies. I really wish that they just kind of they they got both got just kind of like poo-pooed yeah. because of what they were. Like, there's very little... I don't want to say very little because that's very relative, you know, but there's comparatively very little CGI that went into Top Gun Maverick.
1: Well, no, because... Tom Cruise is insane. Yes,
0: he's a crazy person right. and put cameras in cockpits and then had and, people fly them. Right. Like, it's wild. <laughs> like it, And then film the planes flying. And it's um, just like, yes, they didn't blow each other up. Those explosions didn't happen. But, man, like... I, was two, I can't... I'm going to remember
1: when it's irrelevant, but there was yeah. two other movies. And I think the one I thought should have won, I'm not... I can't remember right now. But there were two other movies that I really thought should have been nominated. Um, but anyway... Other than that, I think it was good. I mean, it was. It was I really liked the eventful because it was uneventful. Yeah,
0: sure. <laughs> uh, Jamie, she won basically a lifetime achievement uh, award. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I I went into that when we talked about SAG. I don't. Yeah. I don't love that she won for that. performance. Yeah. I don't love that she was nominated for that performance. Yeah. It was but, a
0: lifetime achievement award. Yeah. You know, I, and I and here's the thing. I do believe that. I did the, love her
1: speech, though. She gave yeah. good speech.
0: The accumulative work of hers Mm -hmm. deserves it to be recognized on that level right so and and that's my that's like a big problem and a big bugaboo that i have for the oscars in general where it's like leonardo dicaprio should have won his oscar for django unchained Mm -hmm. right he deserved to win that best supporting actor nomination as uh candy i forget the character's first name but
1: calvin candy
0: um in django unchained yeah And he deserved the Academy Award for that. I also would have given it to him for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But we gave it to him for The Reverend. And I think it's because... I would
1: have given it to him for stuff he made in the 90s when he was a kid. Oh, (laughs) yes.
0: 100%. But it feels like he got it for The Reverend because we didn't give him... Oh, yeah. You know, and that happened to Jennifer Lawrence, too. Where it's like, Jennifer Lawrence should have won but didn't win... For The Lovely Bones? No, she wasn't in that. that. She won the
1: Silver Linings playbook, but she was in Winter's Bone, yeah. So then she got nominated
0: for Winter's Bone, should have won for that. She was a kid. Because I want to say they gave it to Meryl Streep that year. Probably. And (laughs) it was definitely like, Meryl Streep doesn't, like, nobody liked The Iron Lady. Like, nobody liked it. Wait, nobody saw did it. Did we
1: have this conversation already?
0: <laughs> Probably. <laughs> this is my go-to. This is my absolute go-to. It's this and Just The don't Pianist. Just not want to be repetitive. Yeah. It's this and The Pianist. Um, it's when I get rants about the Academy Awards. But those two, you know, they end up giving it to him the next year. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what it felt mm-hmm. like for Jamie Lee Curtis, where it was like, look, I don't think she's ever going to be in a movie that's going to be nominated again. Mm-hmm. So... Let's I mean who knows
1: But yeah as, as a person I'm happy to see her win Sure But do I think It was one of the five Best supporting actress No Performances of the year Absolutely not
0: No She um, wasn't even the best Supporting actress In her own movie
1: no, she wasn't. So. Absolutely not. You know, so, that's who should have won. Stephanie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was Stephanie, all about Stephanie. Stephanie
0: should have won. I would have given it to Angela Bassett before I gave it to Jamie. Yeah. Like, I, those, I
1: the, well, you didn't see the whale, but, um, I forget her name now, but the yeah, from the whale. Yeah, I'm protesting the whale. I know. That's fine. It's, it's. But the performances, are, all of the performances were great.
0: Yes. I don't um, doubt that. And one day I will see it. And one day we'll talk about it on this show yep. about how wonderful it was. But it's probably going to be a year and a half to two That's years fine. from now.
1: Nobody nobody will care.
0: Nobody. <laughs> Here's the thing. You're either not going to care or you're going to be waiting on pins and needles.
1: Yeah. Nobody will care. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that. Oh, um, I almost did not mention Ooh. Nacho Nacho.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I was very excited about that yeah yeah well, go on um that it was it won best song yep and they performed it well not they from the actual yeah, movie but yeah. singers that sang it in the actual movie I, performed it
0: i yeah. loved rrr me too it was but,
1: well, this could be a whole episode yeah so We can't start talking RRR. yeah
0: um that is a movie that never would have gotten its due if not for things like parasite Right. right like we talked about that like how the cultural impact on movies like that it wouldn't have gotten a chance because of Parasite and I am so glad that I had the opportunity to watch RRR mm-hmm. because tonally not even close to the same type oh my, of movie it,
1: it's it's insane like it's, that movie is insane I don't even know I,
0: here's I, th- I don't know so, so here's the thing this is going to be a great segue <laughs> into the next thing we're going to talk about where th- this is my favorite part about a diverse I don't want to say forced diversity because it's not necessarily forced diversity but like having diverse voices tell stories yeah because we're able to get fresh perspectives mm-hmm. on things because RRR is amazing and Mm -hmm. it is in all of its like it's not actually Bollywood and I apologize for that but it's going to be the closest reference point Mm -hmm. it's the most Bollywood movie there are lavish song and dance numbers there's elaborate CGI the story is very very complex and like nonsensical and it's very long and it's bright and it's colorful it is an anime yeah it is so fun it is so good and You, It's so different than traditional American storytelling. Oh, yeah. That it's such a refreshing take to be able to, like, go in and watch it. Look, is it the same place as, like, being an adventurous eater? Yes, it is, right? Because you do need to take a little bit of a leap of faith. Yes. You're jumping into a culture you don't know with a language you don't know and Mm -hmm. you have to read, right? There's a high barrier of entry for those type of movies. But... If you are willing to give it a shot, there is so much good out there. I will there. say
1: this I don't know a single person who has regretted watching, watching it. it. Yeah. Not a single one. Yes. I haven't heard anybody say that they didn't like it.
0: And it's the same thing. So I finally saw Creed, mm-hmm. right? And I said that they were going to segue beautifully into one yes. another. Um,. Michael B. Jordan took the reins from the Creed franchise, and this was his directorial debut, I believe. I
1: believe it was as well.
0: But at the very least, he directed it. He directed Creed 3. And right away, I can see the type of movies that Michael B. Jordan likes Mm -hmm. because Creed 3 was not a Rocky movie. Right. It was not a realistic boxing sports movie. It was an anime okay it, it was an anime because it hit all of those brothers turned rivals turned enemies still friends but hate each other but don't but yeah. love each other but resent each other uh-huh. and it was perfect i could not have loved that movie more
1: um no, it was excellent. I mean, I, I, I don't watch anime, but. Yeah, sure. I, but it was still an excellent movie. But here's the
0: thing. you, talk, So you saw it before I did. Right. And one of the things that you talked to, you had mentioned multiple times in our personal conversations, and I think on the show one time, you said, you were like, if that's what boxing is, I would watch it. Right. To which I would say, that is not, not what, what boxing, boxing
1: is. <laughs> but, I knew it wasn't that pretty in real life.
0: <laughs> but uh, if you kind of like the way that the fight scenes were laid out, you would probably like some of the anime, mm-hmm. right? Like, not everything's for everybody because they are tonally very different. But th- the sh- there was a shot in the movie, like... It was a very unique way to tell the story because mm-hmm. it was essentially the same type of story as Rocky Three. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, if you if you remember Rocky Three, I don't. Uh, I mean,
1: I might know things as you talk about it, but
0: Clubber Lang beats Rocky. Rocky's yeah. got to come back with the help of C- Apollo Creed. Okay. To to beat Clubber Lang. Sure. Right. Uh, so so it's kind of the same thing where it's like. Creed's not the champion, this guy that's bigger, stronger, faster, Mm -hmm. you know, they have a personal connection, and he's got to go beat him, right? Or bad things are going to happen. And there's a shot, the way, well, I guess the way that they handle the final fight is so surreal and so different that I loved it. And it's a very clear choice that Michael B. Jordan made because in other Rocky movies, they just have a montage Mm -hmm. to get you from, usually they do like rounds like one, two, or three, like Mm -hmm. some combination of those. right? In like, quote unquote, real time. Mm-hmm. And that's the beginning of the fight. You see it. But then there's the chunk of the middle of the fight that nobody cares about. And we'll be here for another two hours if we try to, in real time, tell the boxing story of mm-hmm. the next 11 rounds. So we montage it. Right. Right. And then we get to the final end of the fight and yay, we win. Right. And that's that's the movie. And the way that it handles in, in this movie is, is it eliminates everybody. And it's just the two of them. I
1: thought that was... Okay. You do not like that. Liked that. And I mean, I, it just was weird. Like, I yeah. get what it was going for. Sure. And that's fine. Like, you know, they were in their, in their heads. own world. Right. They're in their own world. Yeah. They're isolated. I I get that. Like, nothing else matters. Yeah. But it was, it was a weird choice. I don't know that. I, I, I don't know. It's one of those things that's like, it was kind of off putting, but I could grow to like it on future watches.
0: The thing with it is. Is that by the time I got there in mm-hmm. the movie, you
1: already knew it was an anime.
0: I I yeah. I knew what I was watching. Yeah, right. Like I, I was 100% on board with what I was watching. Right. So when it happened, mm-hmm. I was rooting for it to happen. Like as mm-hmm. a person who does that, I'm watching. Like it it it's awful, right? And you mm-hmm. definitely get this too. But if you work in this industry. And like produce content or you tend to watch movies and TV shows in a very different way. Yeah. Right. You can still get lost in some things, but for the most part, you're kind of following along if you understand the magic behind the curtain Mm -hmm. for lack of a better term. And so it's one of those things where it's like, by the time I real, we got to the fight, I'm like, please, please do it. Do it. You had like, I want you to have the balls to do it Mm -hmm. because I know you want to do it. I saw it in the first fight where it was like slowing down and you could see him processing where he was going to hit and how he was going to hit. And that's like almost a shot for shot sort of thing. Like they did it in, uh, Sherlock Holmes. Okay. Uh, the The Downey one. Yeah, the Robert Downey one, where he's like, "All right, if I do this and I do that, mm-hmm. and then I do this," and he like mentally is talking you through it before he actually does the action, mm-hmm. and it's kind of in that same vein, right? There's an internal monologue because a lot of the like the fighty boy animes are kind of like a lot of internal monologue. Oh, like, I have to be stronger, I have to persevere, I have to be better than my opponent, but I also have to, like, fight the demons within myself. Like, all this sort of, like, existential nonsense. And this movie in Creed three was Mm -hmm. as close to live-action version of that Mm -hmm. that I think we're ever going to realistically get. Okay. You know, I don't think that it's the same way that I don't think we're ever going to get full on spandex Batman. Okay. Like comic book, 100% right. comic book accurate Batman. Mm-hmm. Because I think that there are a lot of Batman comic book fans that would immediately be like, yeah, I know what I'm watching. Boom, let's go. Like, I don't, I'm good. And as much as I hate it, uh, a friend of mine that I used to do a <laughs> show with, he, him and I still talk about how much I hate it and. Guess what, everybody? You're about to learn my hatred for this. I don't ever need to see Thomas and Martha Wayne die ever again. I mean, really, who does? Nobody does. Nobody does. Everybody knows. Everybody gets it. Everybody understands. And if you know what?
1: If you're new, somebody will tell you. Somebody will tell you.
0: (laughs) Somebody will tell you. You're a
1: little kid watching with your parents. Here's the thing. They'll let you know. Here's the
0: thing. Uh, The Batman didn't. No, I know. It didn't. And it was a better movie for it. And here's the thing. If you're six and you're watching The Batman... Your parents don't care about you.
1: Okay, let's not go there because...
0: In the theater. In the theater.
1: Okay. Okay? If, they, okay? if you went and saw it in the theater... I mean, mm-hmm. my daughter did see Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one, four times in the theater in preschool because that's all she wanted to do that summer. Sure. But the first time it was on
0: me. <laughs> sure. But sure. I also
1: knew my kid and sure. she knew that acting wasn't real because. Yeah, right. Because Daphne well, the the was Buffy. Well, here's the thing. At the end so of like, the day.
0: Yeah, at the end of yeah. the day, you're, you obviously know your kid better than I know your kid. Right. Right? Uh, and I mean that in the royal you. But. At the same time, it's like yeah, I getcha. If your kid is interested in seeing the Batman, mm-hmm. chances are they've already watched Batman things. Yes, <laughs> so they already know the deal, right? Or or they don't know that part of the deal, and they can just watch the Batman thing. Right. So. Uh, But I think that there's a segment of the population that would look at a spandex version of Batman Mm -hmm. and not be able to take it seriously. Yeah. Because there isn't that level of like, there isn't that grounded level. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we get these weird like armor costumes for all of our heroes. Yeah. Uh, Because like even Shazam, which we're going to get into in a minute, Mm -hmm. uh, like that costume looks like body armor.
1: Really? You think? Yeah. Oh, I don't think so.
0: It looks... Uh, it, it has a shot... It, it looks like the Henry Cavill costume. And even that looks... That looks scaly. They all look scaly. It's a DC thing.
1: Mm-hmm. I didn't think Shazam looked scaly. Yeah.
0: Every single... Like,
1: coming from... I think it looks like like a, like a Halloween costume with the fake muscles. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me think maybe, of that. Maybe that's <laughs> part of it.
0: Maybe that's a big part of it. But I just... You look at the his comic book counterpart. Yeah. You look at his, like, the actual Captain Marvel or Shazam or whatever iteration you want to call him. Mm-hmm. He... It, it's that spandexy clothing. Right. And, and it just looks better for that character. Mm-hmm. It's like... They ended up doing a very good job of it in the show Arrow. Yeah. Uh, but... The Green Arrow costume looks nonsensical 90% of the time when you try to make it look tactical. Yeah. Like, when you try to make it look tactical, it looks really stupid, right? The one that I always point to is the uh, Smallville one. Which mm-hmm. was like a sleeveless ta- leather tank top.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, he was just wearing clothes. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> but that's okay.
0: You know, whereas like his comic book counterpart, or even the, the one that I like too is uh, the video game Injustice. Okay. The Both of those look more like clothing somebody would wear mm-hmm. as opposed to like this weird like military battle armor, which is whatever. But uh, speaking of Shazam shazam comes out this week i think it listening does. to this it's already out yep go wait
1: no well yes
0: yeah it's, yes. Al- it's already out yeah right because yeah. yeah um
1: comes out tonight it comes out
0: it's already out by the time you're listening to this <laughs> so go to your local movie theater with whatever movie subscription service you have and we are open to sponsorships uh, so we can go with you we'll go with you if you ask i'd go to see a movie yeah, with you i'd
1: go, I'd go. <laughs> i mean i usually will go to the movies so. right
0: that's the big thing that we're looking to watch uh, this week, right? That's yeah. that's kind of the I've big one. i got my
1: tickets for Saturday already.
0: How does how does it feel? How does how does Shazam two pique your interest? How do you feel about its release? Like, are you excited, or is it just kind of coming out? So, and-
1: I have probably a different take on this because my son absolutely adored the first Shazam like he was a huge Iron Man fan but it, he like Shazam surpassed Iron Man like sure he, I would watch him watch the movie because I just watch like the joy on his face watching the first Shazam right so I don't I mean we just were gonna see it like there was never I didn't have to pique my interest honestly I, I don't know that the trailers did a whole lot to sure. pique my interest but it didn't We were going to see it regardless. So, yeah, it's fine. I mean, I'm not that excited. I'd like to be more excited about it, but, you know, it's whatever.
0: It really feels weird because Shazam, to me, feels like a result of the poor execution of the DCEU as Mm -hmm. a whole. Prior to James Gunn, I guess I'll give it as a caveat, but prior, like... They were throwing so many things against the wall that nothing felt cohesive right. and real. Mm-hmm. And I liked the first Shazam movie. I thought it was neat. I mm-hmm. think that this movie, the Shazam 2, and Black Adam should have been the same movie. Yeah, I didn't see Black Adam. Uh, the problem is, and I said this leading up to it. Wait,
1: did I it's watch with the it rock. streaming? I uh, might have watched it on, on HBO. After the fact. yeah, I probably did see it, and I don't even remember. so it the problem at all. is
0: the problem is is that the rock played Black Adam well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: where the problem comes in is that the is Black Adam I did.
1: I remember it now. I watched it on HBO.
0: yeah, Black Adams a bad guy. Yeah. And so it's really hard to tell a story about the bad guy. like you know what I mean? Like that's how I felt about car, uh, Venom. Yeah. Where it's like, how do you tell a Venom, a Spider-Man movie without Spider-Man? Like, how do we... How do I we
1: mean, made a billion mm. dollars or whatever, so uh, apparently they did it.
0: I don't think that...
1: I know, I'm exaggerating, I think, the first, but it, the yeah. first Venom did make a hell it, of a lot of money.
0: It did make a hell of a lot of money. I think it was a little bit meme kind of like more, more fee- Morbius? Morbius. Yeah, I think it was kind of meme uh, mm-hmm. like that, but... It's really hard. How do you how do you tell a Spider Man movie without Spider Man? Like how do you tell a Shazam story without Shazam? Like yeah, you know. And so I think that both Black Adam and Shazam Two will be lesser movies mm-hmm. because they're not the same movie. And it also feels very lame ducky, mm-hmm. right? We're we're staring down the barrel of Flashpoint. And
1: Flashpoint looks so good oh, that Flashpoint. I'm excited for.
0: Flashpoint looks so good but flashpoint is going to reset everything right and so shazam is inconsequential Mm -hmm. this is just going to be a movie and unfortunately it feels kind of like one of those movies that we got 90 percent of the way there and then we made the decision to like move on yeah so we just finished it and we're gonna release it but we don't care. I
1: mean, for me, it doesn't need to be consequential necessarily yeah. for me to enjoy it. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I think the DCU's biggest mistake was instead of building from the ground up in you know individual movies that weren't that consequential to each other, yeah. they tried to do it all at once. Yeah. And so... I'm fine with it being inconsequential. I, I'm i fine with the reset, except... I mean, I'm, Henry Cavill is my Superman in my heart because I just love him so much, and he loves being Superman so much. Sure. And I'm going to be sad about that.
0: I think you're right. I Like, look, I, th- James Gunn stepping in and kind of just taking over... Yeah, it's and a good thing. ...is a great thing and will be ultimately better for everybody mm-hmm. because... I think that James Gunn will do what Marvel doesn't have the stones to do. And I know that this is going to be the most controversial thing, and people yell at me all the time online. And you can too at The Anime Cape. Um, all of these movies would be better if we just recasted the characters. So just if Henry Cavill is Superman, we have him be Superman until he's not. And then we just make another person Superman and we pick up right where we left off and we just keep going. Okay. Because the fact that we've killed Steve Rogers and Tony Stark in uh, the MCU Mm -hmm. will ultimately lead to what we're seeing where people have not been as invested in the current stuff Mm -hmm. because. We're starting from the ground up. And I had this problem, I had this problem when I first fell out of love of pro wrestling. okay? Um, I started watching in the late 90s and then all the way up to probably like the early 2010s. One day I looked around and all of the wrestlers that I enjoyed, we no longer there, right? It will, you know, Triple H, The Rock, Stone Cold, The Undertaker. They were all on their way out, not priorities, and like they were replaced with, you know, people that would become household names: John Cena, Batista, right. Randy Orton, right? People like that. Uh, but I wasn't connected to these characters mm-hmm. anymore. And so it became hard to make Raw and SmackDown appointment wa- appointment television. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with the MCU. Instead of just casting somebody else to play Steve Rogers because Chris Evans is done, and just keeping Steve Rogers around, which would be better for everybody. We Except
1: Anthony Mackie. Except for Anthony <laughs>
0: Mackie. Look, here's the thing. I do like that story. story yeah, I do like that story. But that story also plays out that Steve Rogers comes back to being Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. Like it's not he this is. Falcon isn't captain. He might currently be, but he there was another chunk of time where mm-hmm. he wasn't Captain America anymore because Steve Rogers was. And then I think right now there's two. I think Steve Rogers is hanging out and Sam is still Captain America. They're both cool. Captain America. Both can be. Whatever. It doesn't matter.
1: We can have captains.
0: Yeah, whatever. Not really the point, but the point is, is that having those characters are important to that world. Yeah. And I care about those characters, and I don't necessarily... And look, that can change, but, like, I don't really care about Ant-Man. Not in the same way. So,
1: I think, and maybe because I don't read most... I mean, I've read a handful of the comics. I've read the Infinity War saga because I'm impatient and didn't want to wait till Endgame to have a clue. Sure. Um, I do that a lot with things (laughs) like that, Um, but I don't read a lot of them. And I think that they've done a really good job of integrating older and newer characters. Now, if all you care about really is is you know I Tony Stark and Steve Rogers, then yeah, that's gonna be an issue. But I think as far as like the core Avengers we started with go. And you know what we got in Age of Ultron and how it's built. I think they've been integrating them really well with the newer characters.
0: I think so too. Like, like my per- these are my personal feelings are is that I've followed. I've watched right. everything. Yeah, me too. You know, so I followed the entire through line. Uh, there are friends of mine, very good, close personal friends, and we talk about this all the time. And I get frustrated sometimes because. They'll say something that'll be like, this is my prediction for this. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, if you watched this show, you would know. Like, the big one that we always go back and forth with is how they introduce the X gene. Mm -hmm. And... They've already done that. Yep. It's already happened. It was in Miss Marvel. And
1: Miss Marvel was so oh, good. Miss Marvel
0: was great. Right. And it, Kamala Khan was so endearing and so oh my enjoyable. Goodness. And I like... See, the
1: whole thing was a breath of fresh air.
0: Yes. Because it was so different. Mm-hmm. And so was She-Hulk. I loved She-Hulk. I wasn't as big a fan of What If. I don't think I finished What If. Mm-hmm. But to be fair and consistent, I... Don't like the comic books. I don't okay. like the What If comic books. I never have. Um, the What If comic books is the same as the show. It's just a one shot, and it basically is like, what if Spider Man was in the Fantastic Four? And mm-hmm. then it's just an episode of Spider Man was in the Fantastic Four. Zombies was another one. I
1: found one. them fun. Sure, but I can. I mean, I get they're, it. They're
0: they're not my favorite. It's the same when people. I used to hear people uh, complain in The Walking Dead when they were like, "Ugh, it's a." Herschel episode, or uh, like I forget, there was like a, a Preacher or a man with a stick, or something—I <laughs> forget. But, but there was like there was like all of this stuff that was like really happening with your like main group of people, mm-hmm. and you really cared about what was happening with like Rick and friends. And then it was just like, meanwhile, here's a two-hour episode of this guy with a stick.
1: I, I like the guy with the stick. I'm not saying that no, the guy I don't with the—I really like Herschel though.
0: <laughs> um, Herschel was the old white guy, right, yeah, that had Herschel, the van or something. Yeah,
1: he got—he gets beheaded. Um, yeah. And actually, that actor—and God, his first name's Scott. And his last name. Wilson. Well, we're not doing last names. No, that's right. Well, anyway, <laughs> I worked with him at cons, and yeah. he was an, a fantastic man with a bladder of steel. And he has passed since then, but that's um, unfortunate. But, but I get what you're saying.
0: You know, like that's the thing is, like, oh, there's all this stuff that I'm like really watching and caring about, and now Mando,
1: we're. this past Mando was a Divergent episode, like that.
0: Sure, and it's just like it's really tough sometimes to really sink your teeth into it when it's like no 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 I cared about all of this other stuff it's like yeah there's a million examples of it but I kind of hope that now that James Gunn has the wheel that there might be seeds of the
1: dceu now not the mcu yes yeah he's still got guardians <laughs> three back. coming out we're going back
0: yeah because we got to wrap this up yeah. we got about I'm five minutes sure. left in this oh, episode <laughs> so
1: my list did not get done but that's okay no
0: you you know what maybe we'll start a patreon we can do a bonus episode and we'll go <laughs> okay, for another if anybody on. knows anything about me and my podcasting history there is a good chance that this could be easily three hours but <laughs> that's a very very different Different type of show. So, what are you looking forward to to watching this week?
1: Well, uh, obviously Shazam. Shazam. Um, because we're not on our normal day.
0: Yeah, you get a bonus episode this week.
1: Yeah, because we're not on our normal day. Like, I don't have a ton of time between episodes. But sure. I will throw out. Um, obviously, I've been watching The Mandalorian. Yep. Um, I'll talk about that next week. Um, I've been watching, and I haven't plugged it yet and I should have been I mentioned it earlier when we were talking Harrison Ford shrinking on Apple TV. Okay. Fantastic. And and if you want to see Harrison Ford just it, it, he's just comedy gold on that
0: show. I heard that that's really good um Ted Lasso. Ted
1: Lasso started.
0: Defending Jacob?
1: Oh, well, Defending Jacob is yes. And, and that came Severance. Out. That be, Okay. First of all, if you don't have Apple TV, you are missing the best value in streaming okay. for quality and price.
0: Not a sponsor.
1: Not a sponsor. <laughs> just, I'm just Yet. a big fan. Um, Severance is probably in like my top five shows ever. Okay. Like it was definitely my favorite show of last year. And that's in the year that we got Yellow Jackets, which I absolutely also adored. Is
0: that on Apple TV Plus? that's no, on Showtime. That's on Showtime. Okay.
1: Um, Severance is phenomenal. It is different, it's smart, it's creative, it's firing on all cylinders. You never know where it's going to go, but you're happy when you get there, or you're not, but you're happy that you're not. Sure. Um, <laughs> sure. Um, defending Jacob, I loved. I watched the... F- it, that came out at the very beginning of um, COVID, the very beginning yeah. of the pandemic. I watched the first episode, and then I read the whole book that day. Okay. The whole book. Okay. I got an ebook, and I read the whole thing. <laughs> And then I watched the rest of the show as it aired. Sure, fair enough. <laughs> so good. Um, I forget, Ted Lasso's just came back. That is a delight, as always. Yeah. Um, I'll be looking forward to that on Tuesday, because it comes on Wednesday. <laughs> sure, <laughs> so sure. I'm not looking forward to it yet. Um, I did watch the last episode, but the, the premiere just happened. Um, and one that's not mentioned, since I'm plugging Apple TV stuff, and it was, it did get some acting noms for... Um, Oh, I know his name and it's a three person three name, and it's eluding me. But the show is Blackbird. Okay. And it is a limited series, I think like six up ep- six or eight episodes. Sure. It's loosely based on a true story. Taryn Edgerton and okay. um, I love him. He's so good in it, but he's not even the best part of it. Um what the heck is this guy's name? He's on Cobra Kai. He's a bigger dude. He's usually really goofy.
0: I haven't seen Cobra Kai.
1: I can't think of his name, but he got nominated for Best Performance for, like, Golden Globes and Emmys, and he was well-deserved. Right. Um, Fantastic. And definitely, like, I was rooting... He didn't... I I think he might have won something, but everything he was nominated for, I was rooting. It was one of... I mean, for actors, Best Performance of the Year. Perfect. I can't say All Around Best because Euphoria and Zendaya
0: exist. Sure, (laughs) sure. Uh, And so... So, once again, what are you plugging this week? Yeah. Just Apple TV in Just general? Just
1: Apple TV. Just, Just Apple, TV. And Apple TV. Just um, Apple TV. So then I'll,
0: I'll, I'll do a streaming service as well for, for what I've been watching. I've been watching a lot of One Piece. Okay. Um, which is an anime. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I've just been on a kick lately, and I've been watching it on Funimation. But mm-hmm. Funimation, Crunchyroll uh, are two streaming services. They're basically they got bought out by each other, and okay. so they're ultimately going to be and they one made a left thing. Child, streaming yeah. Service. Well, eventually they're going to all be on Crunchyroll, but one is uh, dubbed and one is subtitled. You know, and there's a whole you know blood feud going mm-hmm. on between which ones you watch or whatever. Just watch whatever you like. I don't care. Uh, but. I really like it i think that there's a lot of great value uh in both of those apps they're like five or six bucks uh for the for their streaming services there's a lot of very unique storytelling if you can get over the like stigma Mm -hmm. of it Mm -hmm. and actually sit down and like find something that you like you'll find very human stories uh that are packaged in over the top like drama and excitement mm-hmm. and spectacle and there is a little something for everybody. There are so many different subgenres within the anime genre that I think a lot of people would enjoy if they kind of just like, you know, much like eating unique food, right? right. Like I said earlier, if you just kind of allow yourself to open up to that experience of like, mm-hmm. oh, I do like westerns therefore I will like this yeah. show. I think that there's a lot of There's a lot of potential and I would go and check it out. There's free trials all the time Mm -hmm. of both of them. You know, you can kind of look at what the like best animes are and like kind of read the descriptions. You know, like I said, I'm watching one piece. If you liked, uh, pirates of the Caribbean, You know, if you like Mm -hmm. kind of like pirates and, you know, kind of fantastical lore a little bit, you know, a little bit of fantasy elements. I feel like you're
1: talking just directly to me, not just because you're looking at me. Yeah, well, (laughs) I am. I'm talking
0: to you. You should watch this. Uh, But I think that that's it. We'll see you next week. We Uh, will. Any final thoughts?
1: Watch RRR.
0: Watch RRR. Did we ever figure out what the deal was with the the correct dubbing slash not... It was I, uh, not correct what I found it no, on Netflix. No,
1: I think I watched it in Hindi and it was fine.
0: Yeah, I pe- I ended up picking one. I just ended up doing dubbed because yeah, none of the other ones matched.
1: No, I watched it in Hindi and I'm glad I I'm glad I, it was close enough. I didn't yeah. cause I'm really sensitive to people's yeah. mouths not looking like they're saying what they're saying, yeah. which is what I'm hearing, and there wasn't a lot of that with the Hindi. Yeah, so um, I recommend watching it that with the English subtitles.
0: Yeah, but actually watch it uh, and let us know what you think at the Eddie. McCabe and
1: at Stacy with no E L M 78.
0: Thank you very much for tuning in. Please like comment subscribe share this. It goes a long way. We know that you're listening. Thank you to everybody that's been tuning in and listening since day one. I really appreciate it. Make yourself heard. Let us know. Let us you know let us know where Tell you want to hear us. Tell
1: how he's wrong. Yeah
0: let me know how <laughs> wrong I am. Start a fight <laughs> in the comments. <laughs> thank you very much for tuning in. I have been the Eddie McCabe. I am Stacy. And we'll see you real soon. Bye.